Greetings in Jesus' name. This is the Rocket Rev, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. And um, we started last week talking about the new president, Biden, and talking about his executive actions and how damaging they've already become. Now, let us remind you, this is the fella who last October, I believe, said that executive actions show the um, show the actions of a dictator, not a duly elected president. Well, he's already signed 39 in one week. Yes, far more than his predecessors, far more than Donald Trump in a week, far more than Barack Obama, far more than George Bush, and let's go all the way back, far more than any president, 39 in a week, many of them so damaging and overreaching. We already talked about the devastation to the economy that's already being um, uh, performed by this new president. Um, before we get into that, though, there's something I stumbled upon today, and I just, I gotta, I gotta, because the hypocrisy is so outlandish. Sometimes you'd have to think that we're living in an age of complete and total parody. Honest to goodness, you couldn't make this up. You could not make this up if you thought about it, if you planned it. How many of you have ever heard about someone named Susan Rosenberg, born October 5th, 1955? Now, when you look her up, when you look her up in Wikipedia, it says that she's an activist, a writer, an advocate for social justice and prisoners' rights, and a reformed and a former terrorist. Oh, what was that last part? Yes, if you looked her up, you would think that she is the cat's meow, just a woman who is a writer, prolific writer, an advocate for social justice. Yes, probably a college professor. You know, these universities sure love to hire uh, not only, uh, you know, you know how sometimes they talk about how, how difficult it is to get a job as a felon. Well, if you're a convicted terrorist, you have no problem getting a job at university. Just ask Bill Ayers. Just ask Bill Ayers, the uh, El Capitano of the Weather Underground, bombing buildings. And he winds up in the end with tenure. How does that sound? Well, Susan Lisa, Lisa Rosenberg um in the 70s and 80s, she was active in the far-left revolutionary terrorist group called the May 19th Communist Organization. Yes, which the FBI reported openly advocated the overthrow of the U.S. government through armed struggle and the use of violence. Not only did it go past her philosophy, it actually was backed up by actions. They provided support and offshoot of the Black Liberation Army, including an armored truck robberies and later engaged in bombings of government buildings. And now they don't get specific here, but the bombings of the government buildings, one was a place that was holding Republican senators. You know, they, they tell you that this this capital insurrection that took place a couple weeks ago was the was never seen on American soil, that the Capitol building would be violated, that that uh insurrectionist would try to overthrow the U.S. government. And here we have an actual bombing of a government building and an attempted assassination of Republican senators. Listen to this. After living as a fugitive for two years, 
Rosenberg was arrested in 1984 while in possession of a large cache of explosive and firearms. Over 750 pounds of explosives and automatic weapons. She had also been sought as an accomplice in the 1979 prison escape of Asada Shakur and the 1981 Brinks robbery that resulted in the death of two police and, and, and a guard, although she was never charged in either case. She was sentenced to 58 years imprisonment on the weapons and explosive charges. She spent 16 years in prison, which she became a poet. You know, why do terrorists always become poets? Why, why, why are they always like these artists, these, these artists and poets and author and AIDS activists? Her sentence was commuted by Bill Clinton in January 20th, 2001, in his final day of office. In other words, her prison sentence for bombing and robbing and killing, killing American citizens, including guards and police officers, resulted in a conviction in a 58-year sentence, which was commuted. Now, you can't make this up. This is now a woman who now sits on the board of an organization, which they're trying to keep this highly under wraps. She sits on the board of an organization called Treetops, which fundraises for Black Lives Matter. Yes, she now raises money for Black Lives So you, in this country, you can go from actual attempted insurrection, murder, bombing, and domestic terrorism to becoming a writer, a poet, and a fundraiser for Black Lives Matters, and nobody says, or in fact probably is considered a heroine by many, probably considered a social justice activist. And yet, if you simply attended the Capitol Hill rally where a few knuckleheads, and I say a few when you look at the crowd, if it was 100 or 80 or 50 people, uh, knuckleheads that breached the Capitol and ran onto the floor, um, of which none were found to be armed, none were found to have explosives, and none... uh, uh, tried to uh, destroy or blow up the Capitol building, um, but knuckleheads, and they deserve to get whatever prosecution they get. If you simply attended, you are now considered an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist. Now, you know what's even more uh, comical about this? I mean, what is even more hilarious about this? What is actually... Uh, stunning about this when the article was posted snopes you know good old you know they say snopes is non-political it's just simply a fact checker it just simply checks fact snopes i'm not kidding you look it up snopes said partly false so i went to snopes to see what part was false are we accusing a woman of being a domestic terrorist who really maybe didn't have anything to do with it i mean i'm not down for that um i don't i don't like to uh, this, this is one thing that i believe conservatives don't do we don't like to group people in by groups that's why we like individual justice not social justice because social justice makes whole groups of people guilty 
um, whether no matter what they've done, just no matter what their affiliation is, it makes whole groups of people guilty, either according to their economic status or their skin color or in any any specific or their history, any specific thing. You now are guilty and have to pay the price. And it makes another group oppressed or victims, no matter what. No matter how well they're doing, no matter how things are going now, no matter what's based upon either skin color or history or economic status. So individual justice is what conservatives believe in. So I thought maybe, you know what, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, maybe they got this wrong. So I went to Snopes to figure it out. I want to see where Snopes is correcting the record. Don't want to accuse somebody just because they're on the left, just because they're into social justice, just because they, they happen to fundraise for BLM. That doesn't necessarily make them a domestic terrorist. So I went to Snopes. Snopes denied none of it. You know what their caveat was for saying partly false? It said that being caught with a large cache of explosives and automatic weapons doesn't necessarily make you a domestic terrorist. Home, oh, can you? I am befuddled today. If you cannot feel the shock, I mean, in, in all of my outrage, if you can't understand how completely befuddled I am today, how completely taken back. You are a domestic terrorist in this country if you simply support Donald Trump, if you simply, if you were even near the Capitol, if you were driving past Washington, you are a domestic terrorist. And now they're trying to go further and say, if you question the election results, you're trying to commit insurrection. You're actually, if you question whether or not Joe Biden won fair and square, if you have any questions about all the voting irregularities, if you have any questions that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama ever did by million, by 10 million, if you want to question whether or not uh, some places voted at 100 or 105 percent, if you want to question any of those things, that, that mail-in ballots may be caused, elect if you question any of those, you're an insurrectionist, you're dangerous, you need to be kicked off of Facebook, kicked off of Twitter because you're sowing seeds of doubt and discord into American citizens in the confidence of their electorate. These are the same people that told you, do you know Hillary Clinton to this day claims she won in 2016? Yeah, we'll look at the interviews. She claims that Donald Trump is an illegitimate president and that she actually won the election in 2016. You can't make this up. Remember how we heard for three years that collusion with Russia is actually the way that Donald Trump stole the election? That colluding with Russia, that he's an illegitimate president, that he's not sitting in that seat fair and square, that it was stolen we heard that for three years. There was even there was even an investigation for three years at the great expense of taxpayers, at the great distraction to taking care of public business for three. Remember when they gave a special prosecutor even? And then it comes out just recently in documentation that James Clapper actually uh, sat down and gave President Obama intelligence and told him in advance that Hillary Clinton was going to attempt to tie uh, Donald Trump to the Russians? Why isn't someone dragging her out of her house right now? Why is the woman not in chains? 
you literally, through a false story and a false narrative, paying for with cash from the DNC, paying money to get a a uh, to get a uh, an illegal doc, a fake phony document, a dossier used in FISA warrants, twisted and and, and turned in to get FISA warrants, lied to the FISA court to get. <laughs> Uh, information to to spy on the Trump campaign and nobody's in jail and they're talking about people at the Capitol protesting being insurrectionist let me tell you what I just have to sit here for a minute with my jaw dropped I didn't think I could be more surprised and why is it that there's a large group of American people that still buy who who could look at the Democratic establishment, the Democrat establishment? Who could look at Nancy Pelosi? Who could look at Chuck Schumer? Who could look at the Clintons? Who could look at any of them and have any confidence that anything they're saying is real or true? Who can look at this new impeachment sham and, 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 and honestly say, is, how can this be real or true? How can anyone do it? Unless you willfully, and I'll tell you why, because the media has just created a narrative of hate Donald Trump that anything goes, anything goes to get rid of this man. Not only he's gone, he's not the president, but not only to get rid of him from that, to get rid of him from history. They want Donald Trump and his presidency to go in the history hole. You know, like the communists do, they erase actual history. Well, they don't, they don't only want to erase that Donald Trump was ever president. They want to erase him from the earth. And they want anybody who sides or agrees or stands uh, or was supported Donald Trump to go into the history hole as well. If you don't believe it's true, look at Facebook. And the things they're banning people for that they say is misleading information about the election, they totally and completely supported about the last election. Totally, completely supported people who were saying that the election was stolen by Russian collusion. Totally supported people who were saying Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. Totally supported people who said that his call to Ukraine was a pay-for-play, even though Biden's actually... This stuff, it's almost done before our eyes. It's, it's done right before our eyes, and it almost makes me think we're watching a parody, that someone's going to wake us up and say, this is a joke. This is an actual joke. This is satire. None of this is real. But unfortunately, my friends, you're seeing it unfold before our eyes. We've never been so close. I would wager to say that those who fought against communism would probably recognize us as a soft communist state. Oh, Pastor Sean, there you go. So much so much hyperbole, so much exaggeration. Really? Really? Well, we're going to get back onto some of these we're going to get back onto some of these executive orders. And you tell me if it's high or purple. You tell me from the same guy who said no president who was rightly elected, no president who's supported by the people should have to, 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 uh, to govern by executive fiat. I mean, this is like months ago he said this. And now we're up to 39. Some of them that, I, that, that I'm, I'm talking about, um, we're not even going to get caught up on because it's it's just they're happening so fast so we talked last week about joining the w rejoining the who we talked about the border wall um we talked about amnesty we talked uh somewhat about some domestic policy we talked about the destruction that 
the new president is doing to the economy um, by canceling the XL Keystone. You know, I saw another one today, too, that was great. And I know I'm all over the map today, but it's funny because Joe Biden supported his son, Hunter Biden, in sitting on a oil company board in Ukraine. And yet he's canceling your son's job from working on the Keystone XL pipeline because it's oil, because it's dirty money, because it's environmentally destructive. He's canceling that. Let's talk about some other ones. Do you know that he canceled the transgender ban for military service? Now, people would say, well, you know, maybe transgender people can fight. And no, no doubt that probably some patriotic folks out there who are gender confused or um, sorry, that's the term I'm sticking with. But what he the reason that Donald Trump banned that was so that the military wouldn't become a uh, experiment um, in uh, gender confusion, especially since before Donald Trump uh, gave the ban to serve in the military, the military was being used as a financier for people's gender transitions. Yes, the, the people would enter the military, claim their gender confusion, claim that they needed to have their gender reassignment surgeries and the military would pay for it. Now, can you imagine thousands or maybe hundreds of thousands of people flooding the military in order to use it as a means to get gender reassignment surgery paid for? Because that's what the military's for, right? Well, guess what? The military isn't an equal opportunity employer. Oh, no, it's not racist and it's not sexist and it's not even homophobic. But what it is is smart enough to know that it needs to be a streamlined, efficient, focused military, and the people who are serving there need to be there purposely to serve their country. Um, I'll give you an example. My son wanted to join the military, but had tattoos on his hands. He even went to get those tattoos erased uh, without success, and it was no problem for the recruiter to say, we think you're an upstanding young man, we think you love your country, and we think it's great that you're trying to burn the tattoos off your hands, but guess what? No. Not because of any character flaw or anything else. It's the standards by which the military is holding people at this time. So my son was unable to join because the military has specific standards. If you can't pass some of the physical requirements, you can't join the military. If you can't, it's just the way it is. Our fighting forces need to be the best of the best. And there are various reasons why you can be uh, you can be excluded. Um, because the, the purpose of the military is to fight. It is to protect and serve. It is not a place where we foment our social experiments. So... Uh, of course, um, President Biden has repealed that so that we can go back to days where the military becomes a laboratory for gender reassignment surgeries. Um, there are also new sexual orientation and gender identity protections um, that are being uh, placed forward. Um, some have opposed the expansion of anti-discrimination laws to elevate sexual orientation and gender identity as a protected class. Uh, 
It doesn't take a crystal ball to know how Biden administration officials will interpret and apply these policies. Men who identify as women must be allowed in women-only spaces. Boys who identify as girls must be allowed to compete in girls' athletic competitions. Healthcare plans must pay for gender transition procedures. Doctors and hospitals must perform them. Adoption agencies may not seek only married moms and dads to care for their children in need. So, in putting forth these new gender protections um, by executive order, um, what it actually does is destroys anything that is gender-oriented. By the way, all of you ladies, and I think we talked a little bit about this last week, all of you ladies who fought so hard for Title IX, for funding for female, for women's sports. You have now, feminist, where are you? It has been destroyed because President Biden's transgender ban in sports now places males who, whether you like it or not, most of the time are biologically stronger than females, are now allowed to compete in female sports. And in many of the sports, they're cleaning up. They're breaking the records. In fact, many of these males, many of these males, and I could give you some specific instances, many of these males were only mediocre athletes in their fields of athletics before, can now become superstars gaining medals, even Olympic medals even representing the United States of America, even in sports that are combative, such as boxing. You, so you know what? Feminist. Men can now pose as women and beat the crap out of you. Yes, they can knock you for a loop and get a medal for it. Did you ever think we'd see such a day? Did you ever think we'd women's sports and Title IX destroyed because those very males are going to shower shower with the female athletes they're going to compete and they're going to in many cases win and they're going to receive the medals and they're going to suck up the funds that were allocated that were allocated for female based sports congratulations what a wonderful time of equity we live in so when you go and there's a man on your daughter's volleyball team or basketball team or wrestling team, and he's clearly cleaning up, clearly winning, clearly getting all the accolades. You can thank yourself and your president for bringing equity to sports. Title IX has been destroyed under the expansion of these gender identity protections. By the way, and if you feel any any sort of semblance of hesitancy to allow your young daughters into a bathroom or a shower with males who are pretending to be females, then you, my friend, have some kind of innate bigotry. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. With the young guns, we're the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.